0: Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast, where we discuss the movie Titanic, minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, by my good friends Joe and Duff.
1: Hello. Yeah, I'm here.
0: It's a Wednesday, guys. It's uh, Hodo. Hodo, Heart of the Ocean. We are joined today by returning Hodo, uh, all-time Titanic fan, Melissa. Welcome, Melissa.
2: Well, thank you for having me back. Hodo in the house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minute 178, guys. Minute 178. In this minute, Rose blows the whistle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Descriptions are so bad uh, uh.
1: So bef- before we get into it I want to point out that uh, Melissa is, Was a hodo for their first kiss And their last kiss
2: Oh wow So
1: for the entire span of their relationship
0: mm-hmm. Beginning to end um, Before uh, Rose blows the whistle Of course um, <laughs> Jack sinks into the water yeah. Uh just a production note here, this is not the three-and-a-half-foot tank that he falls into. This shot here of him falling is actually in the larger tank.
1: James Cameron <laughs> drowned him. <laughs> and he's been dead for 20 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the
3: same lab that made p- fake Paul McCartney, made fake Leo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, Melissa, you are a, a massive Titanic fan. This is the the moment right, where, where, where Jack is lost, and I think... Uh, your first time seeing this movie, you kind of realize as he sinks down that he's not coming back.
2: Right. Well, especially since it was spoiled for me the first time, but yes, this was the moment though. In line, right in line, in line. But yes, it's just, uh, it was such a beautiful shot though. As sad as it was, it was so beautiful just to kind of see him for a moment. And then he was just gone and the music was perfect. It kind of went from sorrow to hope in just that short minute.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, agree. I think, you know, at the end of this minute when Rose is uh, blowing on the whistle, it's quite triumphant for, Mm -hmm. you know, considering what you said, like, what happened at the beginning of this minute. Um,
1: So it's pretty cool how you don't really know what her plan is Mm -hmm. because you see her just kind of roll off of the door and you're thinking, oh, what, what's she going to do? Because her voice is gone. But then, oh, there's a corpse with a whistle and she just right away grabs it. Resourceful, that rose.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I still wonder, though, why she had to let him go in order to get off the door. She could have just let him hang on.
3: Hmm.
0: Oh, you mean... Well, I mean, I, her hand was frozen to his hand, right? So, So I suppose, like... Set you think down. that he might have been frozen enough on the door he could have just held on?
2: I think so. I guess we'll never know, but I would have set it down gently instead of shoving my lover to his death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's true. That's a, it's a new... Giant, a new squ- giant squid dragged him down. Yes. Yeah, we over this. <laughs> new sort of uh, door truther here that should have left him uh, stuck on that door. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're right, Duff. She jumps in the water, starts making her way to the whistle and we don't really know what she's doing before she gets there which is strange because as we've discussed going through this we see this guy with the whistle multiple times that they set this up that there's a guy here not far away with a
1: whistle it's check out's whistle
0: yes check out's whistle but you forget about it
1: too
2: bad it wasn't lice guy with the whistle
0: Oh, man, we haven't seen Lice Guy, have we? I don't, I don't think, think we're going to see it. Lice
1: Guy again.
2: That would have been a perfect last appearance of Lice Guy.
1: Rob's been yeah. tracking Lice Guy's every move, so I think <laughs> if he showed up, we would know about it.
0: Yeah, I think he's only known as Ice Guy now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: It's one, way to, one way to get rid of Lice is to yep. freeze them.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Rose, Rose swims over, grabs a whistle. She starts blowing after Jack's dad. Huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Here we go.
2: <laughs> Don,
1: Don Rickles over here. <laughs> uh,
0: Don Icicles. Um, okay. I'm <laughs> so bad. Uh, so we hear one of the officers yell, come about. And I think, Duff, you've always yelled that a few times when we when I introduce you and Joe. Sometimes you will yell "Come about" early on. Yeah, and did. I
1: think so. Back when I was still looking up nautical terms. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, do you guys know what "coming about" is?
1: Turn around, bright eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, it is does, a.
1: Does it mean like show yourself?
0: No, it's a sailing maneuver, uh, and Joe's right by which a sailing vessel. Uh, whose desired course is into the wind turns its bow towards the wind so that the direction from which the wind blows changes from one side to the other allowing progress essentially tacking is what it is uh in sailing so it's it's him i guess telling what they're going to do to turn around but yeah essentially yeah it's turning around i guess it's just more complicated Mm -hmm. although they wouldn't need to do that really because there's no sail right i mean they can just paddle
1: But aren't the nautical terms kind of the same?
0: I think they might be. Yeah, I guess. And they're probably so used to it. Yeah, probably just means turn around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bright eyes.
1: Come about bright (laughs) eyes.
0: (laughs) Uh, So before we go into, we shockingly get thrust into the present. Uh, Melissa, do you have any notes on what's happening here of Jack and Rose in the water? Or mostly just Rose now?
2: Well a couple of things um, from what I understand it was a fifth officer, Harold Lowe, who yep. did the search and uh, and I guess apparently began the search 20 minutes after the ship sank and then continued it for 45 minutes okay and uh, and, and then, he was
1: the only one
2: I think he was the one at least from from what I could find would was kind of who this character was based on mm-hmm um, so, And then, of course, there's the um, Mythbusters that uh, <laughs> I know Duff likes to, hmm. to, to talk about, but I know in 2013 they looked at if uh, Jack was going to be able to survive on, on the door. And I guess what was discovered is that it was plausible if the life jacket was tied underneath the door for buoyancy. But otherwise, the water would have been too low. If they didn't put that underneath and they both were on the door, the water would have been just above the door for them to both freeze.
0: So they would have had to. Would would they have just been able to shove her life vest onto it or like would they have had to like tie it somehow?
1: I think I would have had to be tied in place. Otherwise, it would. It would it would just come to the top again
2: right and so then they did some more research about hypothermia and uh, the way it was with him and solely in the water he was dead after 51 minutes Um, but if they if he were able to get on the door and they both were a little bit wet it depends on how um, how wet they were beforehand from the water but uh, 63 minutes um, they, they could have lasted for rescue that way
1: Oh, simple enough to just uh, dive under that door and uh, mm-hmm. apply a life jacket to it mm-hmm. don't know and why they didn't do that right.
2: and
0: when the boat would have came by they would have had to make that swim without a life vest uh, with their bodies nearly mm-hmm. crippled of cold in that's order to true get the whistle. Yeah. So in hindsight what, th- what they should have done is made a boat of corpses <laughs>
1: <laughs> human <laughs> pyramid Yep. <laughs>
0: And then used uh, arms of the corpses in
1: order Jesus. to. Jesus, <laughs> what's wrong with you? That could Listen, be
2: like a new sur- Rob Zombie movie. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: survival kicking in
1: here. Do
0: what you can. <laughs> <laughs> you need a boat corpse. You get a boat corpse. <laughs> I, if I was dead, Rose. I wouldn't
3: mind someone using me as a flotation device.
0: As a as a as a cor- as a boat buoyancy. Yeah, go ahead, float
1: on I, me. I don't I care. Like I'm to, dead. I like to be
0: helpful. Joe and see, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, this, do you have anything else on uh, in the water? No, okay. Uh, Joe Duff, do you guys have anything else inside the water before we are before we have the scariest
3: transition of all time? (laughs)
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) we cut to old Rose opening her eyes. I believe Lewis just. Brought in a bowl of Werther's originals. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: The TV has been turned to Matlock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lewis just started gnawing on one of her cats. Oh my god! What?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. oh gosh! Do you think she fell asleep during story time? And yeah. they were all like quiet for a while.
3: They're they're just like maybe she's dead. <laughs> You. Maybe they're like go nudge her. Me. go nudge her. It's, no, I, you touch. I don't want to touch her. You. <laughs> <nudge> her.
0: <laughs> I was in a, I, I was in a meeting early on in my in my career, I guess if you will, and I was uh, I was myself and my boss, and we were in a uh, meeting room with the uh, director of HR. It sounds serious. It wasn't. I don't remember what it was, but it was something that we were watching a webinar on or something. So it was at the main presenter's computer which was the HR director and that was plugged into a projector and it was projecting the webinar and we were sitting there watching it well the HR director fell asleep (laughs) 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 and we could see him because he's facing us I mean he is totally out like a light and so I sort of like exchanged looks with my boss to be like oh man he's asleep and kind of like smirked right well then it was decision time because a few minutes later his screensaver turned on. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't know what to do. (laughs) You gotta leave. So we just sat there and just listened to the webinar for a while. (laughs) Until... Because it was just, like, you can't walk up and be like, excuse me, you've fallen asleep. Could you wake up and move the mouse? Nor were any of us going to walk up there and just, like, try
1: to, like, hit the mouse. uh, Okay, I was going to say, you couldn't nudge the mouse by yourself? I
0: mean, we would have had to stand up and walk to the front of the room. (laughs) Oh, I gotcha. So that was out of the question. So we just waited in silence. I mean, not in silence, but, like, just, you know, the screensaver with the sound going. He eventually woke up. And he kind of, like, looked over at the screen, realized the screensaver was on, moved the mouse, and then gave us a look and smile that was, like, that was sort of, like, knowing, like, yeah, what are you going to do?
1: I don't blame him. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I think the similar thing would have happened We're all slaves to
1: capitalism. (laughs) Wink, wink.
0: Rose had her PowerPoint. (laughs) <laughs> she had her PowerPoint presentation. She had the slide transitions in the slide transition sounds, even with the text. She Star- fell asleep. Star wipes. <laughs> yes. She fell asleep, and they just waited it out. <laughs>
2: Such haters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Melissa, are you the person who's been mad about all the stuff we've been saying about old Rose?
2: No, not mad. There's moments where I think I agree, but for this, I just, I actually feel sorry for her. And I think it would have been far more powerful if they had like a tear (laughs) running down her face or welling up in her eyes. I think she just really hadn't thought about it in so long. And that's kind of the moment you get as she opens that. She's like, oh my gosh, that was the most painful thing in my life.
1: We're, I think we're even getting ahead of this minute, but that's fine. Because once again, we're reminded of how I don't buy Gloria Stewart as old Kate Winslet any percent. I do not. <laughs> Zero percent. Yeah. Negative percent somehow. Oh, like it, okay. it's. I don't see any like physical voice cadence uh, anything. It's honestly i i feel like if it was done well maybe they could have just put kate winslet in old person makeup mm-hmm.
0: yeah worked for the godfather <laughs> i mean they aged up marlon brando for that it's a little different that's more like 20 years that's aged.
1: like 10 <laughs> years or something. <laughs> uh, but
0: yeah i mean
3: he may have also just aged 10 years during the filming of that yeah. movie Th-
0: that's true <laughs> um yeah, I, I it always is is jarring for me too. That's like, oh, that's right, this is her old. Um, mm-hmm.
1: did you, you say if, her? I mean, did you say her alt? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's a burner account to tell the story. <laughs> what,
0: what What about you, Melissa? I mean, how how you know you've heard us talk about this quite a bit. <laughs> do you think? I mean, what do you think about Gloria Stewart, Old Rose, the whole present day stuff in a movie you love, like? do you think the movie suffers because of it do you think it it it's enhanced by it
2: um I like the concept of it I, I think it's kind of helps tell the story a little bit I don't think they probably have to do as many cutaways as they do mm-hmm. uh, to bring it back and and I think they've got like too many storylines happening in one so I think it was a little overdone but I don't hate it
1: Sure. I, li- I like the idea of it as well. I think, from a screenplay perspective, it's actually a great framing device. It's just all all of James Cameron's weaknesses are really apparent in the the framing here.
0: And Gloria Stewart fell asleep telling a story.
1: Yes. <laughs> she had a boring PowerPoint and fell asleep. <laughs> oh, thank
2: goodness it wasn't a close up of her hands all of a sudden. Oh, gross. <laughs>
1: Huh. What what do
0: you think she named her uh PowerPoint file name?
1: <laughs> oh man. It was all well it was all caps. Okay, scam
3: yeah. sixty-nine four
0: twenty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I let go. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, it was probably like uh I let go uh hyphen original hyphen updated for, right? Where you just keep like resaving it and putting numbers on it.
1: And then in true old person style, she would, she would title it dot Rose. Like that's my name. (laughs)
2: Like when,
1: (laughs) like when old people will sign Facebook posts.
2: Could be like, I lied 1912. (laughs) Mm,
0: I like that one. Grifter. (laughs) So uh question for you, Melissa, we, you know, we got, you, you Joe and Duff and I, Midwestern men who have buried our emotions so deep (laughs) long ago, what should we be feeling?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Not what are you feeling? (laughs) What should you be feeling? too broken.
0: Too broken for that.
2: Well, I think it depends on where you're at in life. (laughs) So I think at this point, if you at least have someone you love... Uh, You should be feeling some sorrow (laughs) at this moment, I would think. So I think that I'm I know that's what usually gets me is thinking about losing somebody like that, of of having to to let them go. Um, So maybe you can work on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Jamie was on yesterday to help us with that. Yes. Oh. So this is a big uh, therapeutic week for us.
2: Yeah, so maybe just imagine, put yourself in those shoes. I'm like hyperly empathetic, so it's really easy for me to get sad, but uh mm-hmm. maybe just think about if you if you're having a hard time finding those emotions, think about being in those shoes with somebody you would care about.
0: So here's where the cynic of me comes in. Uh <laughs> oh. Oh no. Oh, that's the that's the most
3: popular version of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did he ever leave? Yeah. This this
0: this is this is where I think like you know, the the parallel would be like, you know, uh, some girl that you met, you went on a boat trip with and she drowned and now you're like stuck thinking about her. We're like, because it's not like they have a long history together. It's just like a day and a half.
1: Rob's viewing it like that blonde lady who got kidnapped in Aruba or whoever it was. <laughs> uh, Natalie Holloway. That's who it was. So oh, I thought it was
0: Terry Chavo. Oh my boy. Oh my gosh. Oh,
1: so, Rob just views this as he had a fling with some girl and now the girl is hanging on even though Jack didn't care.
0: No, I don't I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like this is where like y- 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 you know this I, I love this movie and I, you know, I'm being cynical here. But like they didn't know each other that long. Like if if this boat doesn't sink they you're probably just, were just like, take it easy. Maybe I'll see you around. You're, you're no. just being a, okay. a door
1: truther now. Yeah, I'm
3: not even- you're going a little too far with this. Like, I understand the argument of like, mm-hmm. I wonder if they would have made it if mm-hmm. everything would have turned out fine. But th- they definitely wouldn't have just pieced out after they docked. She gave up a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Even yeah, before
3: man. the ship was sinking.
2: I mean, think about her last kind of Twenty-four hours—it's just a roller coaster of emotion. You Big know, day, that, sure. yeah. I mean, really, like that—you know—all that passion. You know, falling in love, kind of living her best life at that moment because she just kind of realized how trapped she was, and now she's free. And then, like the most horrific thing so far that she's ever experienced. Happening. Oh, probably
0: probably ever right it's hard to beat the titanic for rough things in your life right and then
2: then letting go (laughs)
1: unless you're that one guy who was in dunkirk as well yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) that's true uh there should be like a jack bauer 24 (laughs) (laughs) on titanic (laughs) with these 24 hours where he tortures
1: people and it's really (laughs) glamorized
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i think I think you're right i think you're i mean i i don't disagree with you melissa but there, like i said that's the cynic in me kind of says so when you say like imagine someone you love a lot it's like you mean someone i've spent years and years with compared to jack so that's that's the cynic in me
1: rob's thinking about that 60 inch television he bought <laughs> uh,
3: what if i plugged it in and it broke
2: <laughs> maybe some collector crocs yeah. uh. <laughs>
1: Oh, these are custom made. I just—I've ha- oh. only
0: had them for a day and a half, They're and they orth- broke already. <laughs>
1: orthotics Crocs.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so back to back to the more serious note here. Uh, you know, we have a—we uh, would all agree, right—that this is a traumatic movie death mm-hmm. with Jack. Very memorable. What are, memorable. What are some of this other sad? memorable movie deaths that you remember uh or or you, you jump to the top of your mind when you think of movie deaths
1: guest goes first
2: okay well i know my family gauges <laughs> everything against et for me so that was probably my first really big moment
1: i think that's a pretty common one. For oh, a, a yeah. lot of Th- that's on I, my list
2: yeah, horrifying. I bawled so hard in the theater, and I think my dad was so worried I was going to stop breathing. I was crying <laughs> so hard, and I just, even afterwards, he tried to take me to Wendy's and get me a Frosty to make me feel better, and that didn't work. I was crying probably for Man, days.
1: Frosty didn't
2: do it? No, yeah, no. Frosties are pretty so... good. He looked like a Frosty
1: when it was done. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: well, the vanilla one.
1: He
0: looked like uh, he looked like puppy chow. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, puppy chow? Checks. chucks. chucks.
2: <laughs> yeah. You oh, wow.
1: look like a dried-up dog turd. <laughs> oh. I will say, even I, I... I'm not an E.T. hater. It's never been one of my big favorite Spielberg movies, but it is, like, for a little kid... I mean, even for anyone, but for mm-hmm. a kid, that's a sad movie.
0: Yeah, I, I have not showed it to my son yet. He's five, mm-hmm. but I think I saw, like... I looked at... Um, you know, some, like, age suggestions? Because it's sometimes helpful, because mm-hmm. every watch movie, like, oh, when should I show this? And I think E.T. said seven, and I was like, man.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it depends on the kid, but yeah, I feel like five is too young. Yeah.
3: Well, pr- your son will probably be like, yeah, they only knew each other for, like, a week or two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, he just met E.T.
0: We don't know how long aliens live. This might have been a long life for E.T.
1: Yeah. E.T. might have gotten lucky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, any other ones that you oh
2: you know a lot of them for me were i think a l- lot of um kind of kids movies family movies like the bear i can't stand oh, when animals man. die so i think that or um land before time
1: oh um, yeah all Secret dogs go name. to
2: heaven yes i mean and i think the um you know, they made kids' movies pretty dark up into a certain point, so I think all of those really stick with me.
1: They
3: yeah. still do because a, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of the ones on my list are from the last like fifteen years or so. Yeah, um, you could cool. do you could do t- two Pixar movies right away.
1: Yeah,
0: I uh, mine is this is the this is the one. I mean, not the well, it might be. I'm pretty
1: cold. All right, which Mission Impossible movie is it? Like <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I which which.
3: Which of the Sea Orc slaves dying, working on Tom Cruise's yacht <laughs> made you saddest?
0: <laughs> I have uh, witnesses to this. One was a little more reserved on how I handled it the first time I saw it. The second time, I broke down. Broke down. And that would be Inside Out with Bing Bong.
1: Oh, mm. Bing Bong.
0: I lose it with Bing Bong. Maybe because in, in my mind... Uh, Bing Bong is voiced by Richard Car- Richard Kind, which is uh, <laughs> which is Duff Duff's alt. Duff, yeah, yeah, Duff's yeah. alt is Richard Kind. Uh,
1: can we, but Can I, I just say how <laughs> happy I am that we're finally in the the Richard Kind appreciation phase of yes. life? He's, he's gotten great. a lot because he's been great for a long time. But it's only since I think Inside Out, really, in the last few years that he's kind of getting his due. So good on him because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's great.
0: Um, Agreed yeah red oak he's in red oaks and he's fantastic in that as well uh but yeah bing bong oh man uh, uh caroline and jamie were with me when i saw it in the theater and probably could tell that it was getting dusty in there uh <laughs> and then i watched it again of my wife and i just lost it during that so that was that one is definitely mm-hmm. on my list or number one with a bullet
3: okay Duff.
1: Uh, I had a few. The first one is, uh, I remember this from an early age, uh, Jonathan Kent in the original Richard Donard Superman.
3: Oh, good one. Dang it.
1: Uh, that's also how I learned about heart attacks. <laughs> oh, wow. But then I, then you relearned like, it when you watched The Godfather? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, just the whole notion where, like, he's where he, like, grabs his chest. He's like, oh, no. And, like, he knows what's happening. And there's the whole thing where Clark's, like, all, you know, all my powers and I couldn't save him. And oh, that original Superman is great. Still great. Uh, none of that happened in that new Garbage Man of Steel movie. <laughs> what a joyless slog of a movie.
0: I wish it was called Garbage Man of Steel. <laughs> uh,
1: I have two more. The other one, uh, kind of a, uh, it's not a cheat, but its it was, the book is the obvious inspiration, but uh, the movie version of Charlotte's Web, mm. not the Dakota Fanning one, the, the animated one yes. from the 70s with uh, Debbie Reynolds as mm-hmm. Charlotte and she sings the song about Mother Earth and Father Time and then Wilbur basically gives her the Jack there's a boat treatment it's rough Mm. Uh, and the last one uh, you'll think it's a joke but it's not is uh, Wilson the Volleyball yeah (laughs)
0: yep it's a good one okay okay
3: I did uh, mine I did mine in stages (laughs) in terms of like when they traumatized me in life Okay. So my childhood one uh was uh Lenny dying and of mice and men. Okay, mm. because I saw the movie. Well, how old were I you when you
1: saw the mice and men?
3: Uh, well I count childhood as like pre like pre teen. Okay. okay. Like like I was probably twelve or something, eleven. Okay. I don't know. I
1: was, I was just tw- envisioning like four year old Joe watching Of Mice <laughs> and Men.
3: It'd make a lot of sense. I, I guess if we really it, went to like it, early, early it childhood. It perfect sense. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, if we went to like like single digits, it'd be Bambi's mom dying.
1: Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: Okay. So I'll say that's early childhood. Let me okay. update my notes in case these are preserved for
1: posterity. <laughs> By the, the Library of Congress. <laughs>
3: uh, and then we go to my, my uh, so again, Bambi's mom for early childhood, Lenny f- and from Of Mice and Men and. Uh, Ten or eleven. I don't know what that would be. Late childhood. Uh, for teen years, it would have been um, the chief killing McMurphy at the end of an one Flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay. That right. one, for whatever reason, got got to me. Uh, and then, as an adult, it would have been the the firing squad executions in *Paths of Glory*. Okay. Would what I think is pretty much the roughest. Um, should we do funniest death? Uh,
0: <laughs>
3: no.
1: okay i wasn't prepared for this but yes let's all
3: right you want me to start
1: uh since i prepared
3: uh the passion of the christ (laughs) (laughs) funniest movie ever
0: oh my god
3: no my real answer for that would be uh robocop when the mutant guy runs out in front of the car and gets splattered that's easily the funniest death ever
0: that is that is good
1: uh i think funniest the one that comes to mind is in the original tim burton batman when uh the joker says bob gun <laughs> he just shoots him oh, yeah <laughs>
3: the newscaster's dying is pretty
0: funny too oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, uh i'm gonna go with uh marvin and pulp fiction
2: <laughs>
3: uh, that's a good
0: one <laughs> yeah that's a good one.
2: Oh, i love brad pitt getting hit in meet joe black <laughs> no, that, wow. That's
3: not supposed to be funny though, right? I've never seen that movie.
2: Oh, it makes me laugh every time.
3: He has a lot of funny deaths. Like his death in Burn After Reading is really, yeah, really that's funny too. I True.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. It's so
3: funny that his name is Chad in that movie too. It's so perfect.
0: Chad. Oh man. Has any uh, movie
3: more perfectly captured the twenty first century than Burn After Reading? I know I'm not the first to make this take, but I think it's totally true.
0: I haven't seen it since it was in the theaters, but it totally yeah.
3: it totally explains everything that's happening in Washington D.C. right now. Just the the answer to everything is just that everyone's dumb. Just everyone, yeah. Just people are really stupid, and that that's the that's the real explanation for everything. Is like, well, people are real stupid.
1: I still and think- selfish. I still think that uh network was the best predictor of our current world and when, yeah. when it came yeah. out it was this like wildly outrageous satire.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think Burn After Reading is sort of aging the same way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think I haven't seen it since Rob, I think we saw that together. I don't have. remember it that well, but I would I would rewatch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um Well, Minute one seventy eight, do you guys have anything else?
1: No. Nope. Melissa, do you have any podcasts you want to plug? No, just this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's, a, I've heard it's a great one.
2: It is, but fill out your surveys and save up. Enough of that. Good, <laughs> good content.
0: Yes, Melissa, thanks so much for coming back on our. our show.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Yep. And and being a listener through all this, <laughs> having having wow. three people who know and love a movie less than you do. <laughs> You're, you're a saint for going through it and listening.
2: We're almost there.
0: <laughs> almost yep. there. Never let go. Uh, <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with minute 179. Um.